We back. Hello. Again. It's us. And <laughs> this is Astrology Sucks. And I'm very excited. We finally made it with this guest. Take two. Round two. Fucking, it's time. We're, Pride Month is in July now. Uh, Pride Month is, is, is gay uh, 4th of July now. I don't care. We're done. <laughs> We're done, okay? So yeah, six. Are you ready? I, are you hyped for fourth? Are you hyped for Gay Fourth of July? I feel like honestly, <laughs> there's nothing more American than like just the way we do Pride. Like literally, like hello, we're yeah. all like it's all coming out. We're going to bring everybody here. Like it's just an explosion, a rainbow. I just and everybody does it differently around the world, and I'm just like. Honestly, could we replace, like, just give Pride a whole month and then take over the 4th of July? Because it's better that we do that than, like, I don't know, celebrate a day where not everyone was free. Yeah, truly. I mean, I'm over it. I'm over it. I do not want to celebrate America this year. I want to give Pride an extra month. And not only that, I was talking to my friend the other day, and I literally was like, you know what? I want Pride to have, like, a half birthday. I want us to have, like gay december this year if we can and like do like gay christmas instead we're just gonna take it over all the christians can be mad gays it's us we it's have our time. to use the hashtag <laughs> colonize pride i mean wait <laughs> we have to like fourth of july i'm buying it i'm doing it i'm buying a rainbow thing colin are you in you better are be you in, colin I'm- so oh. in. I am so fucking yeah. in. That's why I just yelled. Damn. I love it. Because I do put the colon in colonizer. So let's colonize. I'm, you know, I'm supposedly. Right. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everybody, we're so fucking happy to have on true angel Colin Bedell at Queer Cosmos. Amazing, flawless astrologer. You've got books under your belt, multiple books. Girl. You out here just on, you do corporate, you're everywhere. And I fucking love it. Also, you have the best Instagram, the best Stop IGTV it. videos. Literally, when I, I'm not kidding, Colin. When I watch your videos, I'm just like, oh, I feel brighter now. And, or like when I saw your picture today of you and the goats, I was just like, ah. Oh. the the centarian exhale like what is that noise because i know what it is it's like gay love right like because i feel that way when i look at the two of you like when we were sitting across the table getting fucking mexican in hell's kitchen i was just like oh even though we were talking about some fucking serious shit but i was just like i love these bitches yeah but that's also classic sagittarius gemini (laughs) we'll end up talking about serious shit and then we're like god i fucking love you i love you i love you i love you we love each other because we can talk about this serious shit yep. and then we're like turning over these margaritas like let's go like, <laughs> like fix signs get on our level of adaptability oh you can't what yeah <laughs> must be <laughs> fucking sad must be sad be boring sometimes no, mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> no. i mean you know whatever we we love to drag on this podcast yeah, so, so fix signs it. Boring. Like your title is literally astrology sucks. I fucking love it. Like it's so good. It's so good. I remember when we had when we had Mecca on too. She was like, "I love that you guys call it astrology sucks because yeah, like, literally." Well, but, and you know, 
know what? I think that's what Mecca and I like have in common too, because we're both native New Yorkers. So we're just like, yo, be a little bit more provocative, be a little bit more fuck you. I don't give a shit if you don't fucking like it. Lighten the hell up, take a joke, stop taking yourself so goddamn seriously, and keep it fucking moving. Yes, literally, our fucking. Our, our goal here with Six and I, we're always just like, psh, we're just trying to keep it light, keep it fun. For real. Let's and go. also entertaining. Like, and that's mutable energy. Right. Go ahead, Six. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, go ahead. like literally, like that's exactly what it is. It's like, I feel like one thing, I've been like really taking some time to study like American culture. And I really think that like people don't realize that the American way of communicating is very like almost intuitive and sentimental because of all the diversity and inclusion like people have to learn like their faces people have to read each other and then like when you like consider like people like kids Mm. are literally looking at screens and like how like our brains are changing and adapting like for example a lot of people who are let's see uh baby boomers probably like leo pluto generation a lot of them might feel like they're losing their place in the world because Mm. they don't feel like their brains can maybe adapt and i feel like that's why so many people Mm. are like freaking out with like the statues falling like some people are like upset and they can't okay really this is just a leo rose some people who are I, of, I, I love that like, it took five man. points to get there. That is so fucking fun. Okay, go ahead. It takes five points such, to get there with Leo. Not, you cannot it tell the It was screens. It was statues. It was this connects to this. But you know what it really is about? It's about Leos. So wait, you no, know, go ahead. You know that Sagittarius, one of your parents has a Leo placement. Mm. Mm. And what, wow well yeah can't keep up with the world what do you what are you observing i think i think oh, that's well. really what it is like i feel like leo's like they get their shine and then like i think be and like when i say okay first of all you're queer cosmos so can we stop and appreciate how we are talking about astrology and like getting into the concept of these terms being masculine and feminine and what that means. Could you like- Oh, I have zero fucking patience for that. I'm sure you don't either, but I'm just like, Mm. gender isn't real. Get it out of my astrology. And like, that is exactly it. Like, I feel like one thing that I noticed and I made like a brief little video on my Instagram about it. People conflate these terms all the time because people like, they, a lot of people get their information, like, first of all, everybody needs to start reading books because the information online is, like, at this point, I don't <laughs> think people are thinking about, like, depending on your socioeconomic status and your your background, like, you could be getting biased information. Like, I noticed that, like, when I look at, like, psychology, like, videos to understand people more, I, like, get certain ads that I'm like, whoa, like, that's what you read from me? Like... Mm. intriguing and i feel like with mutable energy and you being a gemini always like going and seeking the answers i feel like okay so when i just to like put (laughs) down the words like feminine and masculine is the american version or the western version of yin and yang but not the same cultural context history or anything and i think that we really see that like yes there is this duality, but also there's probably this third. And I feel like even the concept of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, like there's this, 
continuous trilogy Ooh. thing. There's this having to intertwine and interweave with each other. And I feel like when I use the words feminine and masculine, I think that they always have to reconcile with each other. And like, that's to me what like queer means, because I feel like sometimes yeah. people get so caught. Yes, mm -hmm. you're, you're bringing it together. And I think that's why, and I, okay, first of all, can we just say queer <laughs> relationships, Scorpio, Pluto, we are about to change the dating and sex world because people oh we've been doing that though let's be we real we've been, been doing that real. since just what millennials cannot or this is why people cannot handle millennials they're exactly. all like because people are like people think that i think i think sometimes like things like polyamory and non-monogamy and all that gets thrown onto gen z but i'm like uh-uh Pluto Scorpio was the one who we were really doing that shit. And it's not even to say, um, we did it first. I'm just saying we were doing it. It was just the thing taboo is, because Pluto Scorpio, it was still taboo when we were doing it, but now it's a little more our parents more accepted. Yeah. And so like even if you don't want to have a monogamous relational norm, or if you do, like because my Mars is in Cancer, so I generally would probably prefer a monogamous sexual relationship. But I'm going to mm -hmm. do my best to queer my relationships with others so that I'm getting my social, emotional, psychological, platonic, you know, spiritual needs yeah. met outside of the one special person. Absolutely. And exactly. that's why SPFL is always saying that we can't place, you know, an entire village's worth of expectation on the shoulder of another human being. Yes, 100%. Which is a and I think that's why. Yeah, and I think, too, that's why sometimes the queer community is either a little more fluid in the monogamy situation right. or also just generally more accepting of understanding that like no our queer platonic friendships will still be a little flirty sometimes but that's okay, that's okay. or like we are all so like i think so much like i kiss all my queer friends way more on even just cheek stuff just normal all that's fine than i do straight friends because it's just oh, not wow. as normalized no i know and it's just nice to be able to be like have those platonic friendships within a queer family like a romantic feel... community you know why, yeah, literally, why yes. this you know like romance among a fucking community i think that's a beautiful thing and romancing your friends is the best. Taking your friends on dates and stuff when you just go out with yeah. them and you're like, you know what? I got I got this dinner. And they're like, oh my God, thank you. And you're just like, oh, and it's like, <laughs> it feels that simple yeah. and that good. Yeah. But I'm also a Capricorn Venus. So I'm like, I got right. you. I got I you. I got you. I got you. Love language. Love yeah, no, I like, uh, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like that, like, just for the terms and like taking gender away from it and just describing the energy between active energy and being energy. Like I think for like, when I think of like divine feminine or feminine or whatever energy, I think of the part of energy that is like, I want to just kind of be, I want to observe. I want to take a step back and understand what I'm looking at. Like it, it, it takes a step back to see, I feel like it takes a step back to be like, Hmm, or to like look for the answers because it, kind of has to and i feel like with um masculine energy it's more of like a quick response and then like have to mm. like look back so when i think about the difference between leo pluto generation i feel like leo being masculine and obviously we know masculine being synonymous with just doing and nothing with gender it, it i feel like leo's like they constantly feel like they have to perform and probably have always felt like they've had to perform. And if they don't unpack 
why they feel like they had to perform. And if they don't really go there with themselves, then yeah, they do get stuck in this fixed place. And I feel like, I feel like that's where Scorpio Pluto really like comes in and like has had to like stop and been like, okay, I can't exactly be all the way out about the lifestyle because I like, I feel like there's the Neptune um, Uranus Capricorn conjunct generation. I feel like they uniquely maybe had parents who were impacted by systems in a very intriguing way that maybe they can better like see certain systems and put it together which is why i think this time like considering that like the jupiter saturn uh pluto conjunct is all happening oh in, my god like right on their placement <laughs> and it's yeah yeah i think this i think yep. this gener that generation it's going to be very interesting to see when they get their call to action and what they do with it Right, and now you're talking about the Capricorn generation or a different one? I'm talking about Capricorn, Uranus, Neptune conjunct. That's the other Oh, got it, got it. Got I had that. conjunction in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. That little- oh, yeah. You were the Saturn Uranus before we got the Neptune or the Uranus Neptune. Yeah. Oh, I have all three. Both- yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, 1989, the cap so, stack, as it's been called. Yes. You're going to be learning so much. Well, I think where I'm at with my astrology kind of querying is that I'd like to actually start to think less of how planets inspire action and how planets inspire psychological impulse. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, for the example with Mars, right? Like, Mars is action. Mars wants to fight. Mars wants to fight. Mars wants to fuck. It's like, well, wait a minute. What if Mars is just wanting? Venus is yearning, right? And then the zodiac sign that it's transiting in natally or in the current moment just represents the expression of its wanting and yearning, no more or less important than anybody else's. Real. That's what I would like to know, Real. right? Like, and especially for the queer community, because it's so celebrated for us one to more be. Time for the people who like needed to hear that one more time, because I, I I feel like there were people who went rewind because I wish that I could rewind. But could you say that <laughs> one more time in a way that you I got a baby Kyle could understand? So, because I think that my experiences with my configurations, like my moon in Capricorn or my Mars in Cancer, like these are not esteemed positions in certain systems of astrology, right? And I respect the contributions and that legacy, sure, right? But I don't find that that's particularly helpful if you're thinking about the fact that I don't believe that planets like or want more zodiac signs than the other. I understand rulership for sure. But how are you going to tell me that the moon is in detriment in Capricorn when emotion regulation is one of the key ingredients to a meaningful and sustainable life? Mm-hmm. What Cody, mm-hmm. what lunar position is more responsible for regulation I, I than Capricorn? I think that detriment is a big fancy word for complicated. But they're all complicated. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. let's not get precious exactly. about, oh, my Venus is in Pisces, so therefore... And oh, you're on your fourth unavailable. You're on your fourth <laughs> unavailable partner. And that is a part of querying astrology. Is really like querying this language. Like it's so interesting. Like, I, so I grew up in the rural South. So 
I like That's have learned more. words. Like I really like. Oh my god! Like I feel like I literally like feel like I like people look at me and think like I look like helpless and like a deer in headlights at all times and I like am often confused as to why people would assume I'm not that smart I think it's because they think I'm a silly looking like person mm. but um I I find that like a lot of people it's like the thing that like we have to like remember with clearing and I think that like for you like you really like helped me like point that one out I I think that it's so hard with like the language. Like I feel like detriment. It's like sometimes I feel like, and this is what traditional astrologers kind of do. They get caught up in the word detriment instead of understanding what they were trying to describe about detriment. Because all the like all these research fields are like biased. Like all they could right. do is take the norms of it's their the environment. Foregone conclusion. It's the right. It's the foregone conclusion. They've already decided this is true. So they're going to casually disregard any evidence that would contradict it and only with evidence mm -hmm. that does because they've already, they have that certain system and that's great. But like, is it actually unlocking other people or are you just unlocking systems? It's so funny. It sounds to me just like this debate is literally Capricorn versus Aquarius when it comes to the Saturn. <laughs> Which are like, kind of, like, these are queer energies, right? And like, yeah. I don't know. I'm standing on the Capricorn system of like, is it timeless? Mm -hmm. And also, again, like, could planets just represent psychological impulses that have no more or less affinity than any other, any other one? And could Mars in a particular zodiac sign help us understand what it wants, right? Because I believe that Mars just wants to want and Venus yearns mm -hmm. to yearn. And the zodiac sign represents <laughs> the expression, the story, and the key details of it. Like, I find it interesting that, like, Venus and Virgo is considered, you know, low level when all of the research in couples therapy says that actually the ability to pay attention to details and to create a cognition center that stores the key ingredients, the details, the moments, the best friends, the experiences, the complication, yes. the heartbreak is essential to show up for a structured relationship. Yes. my Oh, my God. My girlfriend is a Virgo Venus and I've never that bitch dated. everything. Don't even. Oh, my God. Everything. And how good everything. does it feel? She, to be she doesn't forget right oh, oh my god no, it feels so amazing because she doesn't forget anything well no. and the other thing is i'm an earth venus too yeah. my cap as i said earlier I'm capricorn venus so it's but it's so nice which people are always talking about saturn ruled venuses you know Locked like capricorn and aquarius right like oh you can't you don't know how to love and have feelings for people you love and i'm like okay that's absolutely the farthest fucking from the yeah. truth but um <laughs> but literally her virgo i've just Virgo Venus is truly, oh. I, I, I see no, I mean, obviously I could see how sometimes maybe people don't want to, I don't know. No, no, I don't know. I'm again, earth Venus. I'm like, no, I love that. She's attentive and yeah. constantly figures out those details and also can like, rem, like just very remembers very small things that you're like, Oh my God, I barely even I love that you I said, said that. small things because the yes. Gottman Institute, which pioneered this field in the early 70s, said that their tagline is small things often. Oh, yeah. And like that shit's meaningful because small things grow to big things. Yeah. And obviously, if they're if a Virgo Venus can remember all the little details, they're gonna remember the big important shit too. And, it's great. And there are probably complicated parts to it. Like I, I don't necessarily believe that like it serves the astrological conversation to just like reduce 
really important experiences to like, oh, it's complicated. It's more difficult. Oh, water signs are more emotional. I like the other one aren't yeah, emotional. Really the like, point that I was making. It was more so. No, 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 no. We're just having parallel. Sorry, we, we're having no, parallel. No, no, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to make it very clear. When I say detriment, I'm, I think that these words are important to learn because it's just language. Like it's all adjectives to describe the same thing. And it's like, to me, it's like when I talk to my clients, like I'll be like, oh, okay. Like I feel like what, um, what Leo, uh, Pluto is going to be going through during Aquarius Saturn and during, uh, Aquarius Pluto is literally feeling like this, like almost like this last hurrah of the privileges that they once had like they're having to cope with it like they're getting old and that they're gonna start dying and i feel like what's very difficult is a lot of people who are going through saturn returns right now like the second saturn return i feel like the first saturn return is like you being able to unpack the trauma you went through as a child and a young adult like because really like the development of a human being is zero to 25 so once you like do that whole process of your first Saturn return. Your brain is like basically had to adjust from being wibbly wobbly from like 25 to yeah. I guess 30. <laughs> and then you get your head on straight. And then basically yeah. it's like, Saturn? what did you do after? Like, did you become an adult after you were a child? And then yeah. like, you will have to atone for the growth that you did, Ooh, in, the work yes. that you did in your life in your second Saturn return. I love the word atonement. Yeah. I as have as someone who has a parent about to hit her second Saturn return in Aquarius mm-hmm. and also who's dating someone whose Saturn is in Capricorn, I have been watching his Saturn return for the last two years and about to pop up uh, last this last six months. And I can definitely say that like that first Saturn return is gonna be whatever point it hits, that stuff might not come up again the second time, but the same issues in a new form are popping up in something because that's how I'm watching. Oh my God. I mean, watch the way I'm watching my mom do it is like, yikes. Mm. I feel like a second Saturn return is intense. If you are young and don't want to ignore your, you want to ignore your first one. Well, and honestly, but- I would love to see us advance that schedule. Such a Capricorn stellium here, but like, oh I think the second Jupiter return needs to be, what level of childhood trauma are you willing to unlearn and can you quickly identify with the solution? Because yes. I think Jupiter returns remind us that you do not perceive your own best interest because your best thinking got you here and you're bottoming out. Exactly. What you need to do is learn other strategies around regulation, healing, resilience, perseverance, wholeheartedness, joy, gratitude, forgiveness, apology, and completion so that when you get to your Saturn return at 29, these aren't abstract intellectual thoughts, but they're a part of your personhood, which then allows the 30s to become the foundation that you build the rest of your life on. Yes, like I feel I like it will sprinkles on our fucking childhood trauma in early 30s. It's like you had a decade to do this. Where were you? Yeah. Exactly. Literally. What were you doing? doing? Drinking through it. Partying. Being a 20-year-old. I feel like And that's why I love the second Jupiter return, because I think that's what initiates it. Like, oh my God, there's so much I don't know. And look what happened. And I fucking blew my life up. And then 24 to 29 is internalization application. And then Saturn return makes it permanent. And I really think that is so crazy 
people don't realize that the only reference point that a lot of little humans have to be an adult is like what they like figured out from the teachers they had around them and like literally like mimicking the children around them mimicking their parents childhood trauma and like i don't think people realize like it's almost like um it's almost like ducklings like i think baby humans like impression onto people or multiple different people and they pick up the cocktail of like whatever those people they impressioned on like when they were early children and like i feel like when we realize that the mind like we have to as humans sit down and actually think about brain development not mind development but brain development once we figure out brain development and what what the brain is doing and when it's supposed to be doing we can have so much more empathy for human beings and ourselves and i think that's really what a lot of older generations like um, let's say Leo Pluto, they couldn't figure out Le- uh, Virgo Pluto. I feel like they were trying to be so perfect and they feel like their life is constantly earthquaking and they have to learn something new every few years and it's freaking them out. And I, it, like you, that is fixed, like mutable energy. And I think we see that now. And I think what, if we can finally like figure out the brain and align human development in a way that like takes away mm. these mental constructs like even like even the word queer queer is just a derogatory word that meant weird like you were different i didn't understand you and that was people's trauma projecting right and i, I and that's why we have to reclaim it because it's like i can claim my trauma but like that's what queer is. It's like, I can claim my trauma and like, you can ask me what my trauma is. You can unpack that trauma, but you're going to have to see it. But I feel like even with queerness, like, I feel like the thing that like Scorpio Pluto is going through is reconciling who they are and what was projected onto them. And I think it's really interesting that we're seeing that queer conversation happen now. Well, I, I'm certainly not the first, the last, or the only, though. Like, I've done a lot of work into the research of queer astrology, and it's it's been going on since the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I just Absolutely. think we're bringing it into a dialogue of, okay, what else, what else, what else? Because the work is not done. And I think that what could be really beneficial in the queer community is to definitely understand the trauma treatment and then also align just as passionately with trauma recovery. Yeah, and that's a, that so is, humble. I do not see that. Like, <laughs> what's that? so humble because, oh my God, this whole episode is colonizing pride. We are ah, I know, right? queer cosmos. We have queer cosmos <laughs> on the show. Thank you for being yeah. a humble guest. Well, and you know, too, you're also talking about how, you know, astrologers of astrology past, you know, 60s, 70s have been doing the queer astrology Holy. research. And yeah. work. But what I think is so unique about now and about you and your book and your work is that queer and LGBTQ in general is a little we're we're more accepted. We are more in the mainstream. We are more in the broad sense mm. instead of back in the 60s and 70s where it was still a little, you know taboo you know you're still not until the early yeah yeah you could get you know you could get arrested for being arrested killed all these things bullied harassed everything everything and you literally had no just nothing i mean god again i've been watching so much pose oh my god yes 
in my brain and I'm thinking about HIV and AIDS. I'm just thinking about all this stuff that was against the queer community back then that even if they are doing all this awesome work, they don't even get to share it because they're probably like half of them are dying off and the government didn't care. So it's just, uh, so you now and us now, all of, all of us queer astrologers now, we get to finally put that out and be like, no, this is how we can queer astrology. Like the traditional astrology discourse. Great. Amazing. We love, we love yeah. traditional learning, but also we need to I've make it our own because yeah, I, I think because I don't know, yeah, I, I don't see that. We talk a lot about like you mentioned outer planets more than traditional astrologers like to, which I love because Uranus is the like, <laughs> other than Mercury being the naturally non-gendered, like non-binary planet out there, Uranus is definitely the queer one, right? <laughs> and I love. <laughs> well, where would we go? My question, Shannon, is where would we go astrologically if we thought every single one was queer? Because we all are, and all females are queer, and like why, right? Like and like, and then if we're only going to make Mars about eroticism, what about touch? What about the imagination, Neptune? What about language, Mercury? Like you know, and that's what I mean. Like, what are we doing, keeping this in systems and neat and orderly little quantitative research? Like, I'm not fucking here for that. Because I think it, yep. I, I, you know what I I'm da- I think is dangerous about that level of inquiry is it's very certain there's no curiosity. Yeah, and I, and that's not that's a queer consideration, right? Because we're always well, what about this and what about that and is that truism actually true? And what can we maybe connect this to an evidence based research over there? Like, what are we doing to make sure mm-hmm. that this is as multidisciplinary as possible? And I think what's, yep. what's beautiful about us being queer astrologers now is that I think we can do a lot of work to contribute into trauma recovery once again, yes. because many systems of mental health and personal growth and transformation and psychology are definitely dedicated to trauma treatment. And there is a time and a place for that, right? Like putting the cast on the fracture, absolutely. And allowing mm-hmm. it to heal and giving it time to reintegrate into the body. But then there comes a moment when you need to take off the cast and you need to start living. Yes. Yeah. And well, and you need the literal physical therapy to be able to, right. you know, walk again right. or, or use your arm again. You've been chilling. It's been sitting stagnant for so like long and now you got to make it move. In the astrological community and queer spaces is to obviously have a both an approach where we acknowledge how systems of oppression and racism and injustice create repetitive PTSD and chronic trauma in the lives of countless people. And we Absolutely. also have to put that side by side into, okay, and what can we do to provide trauma recovery so that those of us who are multiply marginalized don't have to live a life of repetitive suffering, vigilance, and oppression. Absolutely. If that's not happening, the queer, ain't that the queer one's dream? Well, well and if not, well, why can't we? <laughs> right. Go ahead, Six. Uh. No, absolutely. Like, I think when I, like, think about the word queer, and even, like, as I was reading your book, it, it really is about, it. I think that we, the more, and especially with, like, this Sagittarius, Gemini, South Node, North Node thing going on, the more we exchange conversation, the more we realize we're echoing the same sentiments. Like, I feel like people get so lost in, like, the words, and it's, like, sometimes we have to, like, pull back and think about like okay like what is the root of like what is being said and I feel like to see blackness and queerness 
and just anything that is very like proletariat coming to rise now it like essentially like th- i feel like this is the divine feminine and masculine for lack of better words trying to come to some type of equilibrium or balance or reconcision like i feel like that's what we're seeing especially with like and again like this capricorn neptune uranus and even like saturn like uh, like the reason why people are being all shaken right now is because the the change like it is literally about to be a significant change and i think the scariest thing is with aries neptune approaching i feel like the change is going to come so fast that if people can't adapt immediately like adapt. i feel like this could look yeah. like extreme yeah. military force around the world <laughs> well i love that you brought up the fact that like adaptation is key because i think that what astrologers can also do is yes we could futurize we could predict although no one saw covid coming so there's also a limitation to our own cognition there yeah but i think that what we need to always in- encourage within ourselves and in our clients is like if you are not working on your readiness level for adaptability, flexibility, vulnerability, problem solving, embedding that learning and keeping it fucking moving, then you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Like what can said you- like a true Gemini astrologer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what are we doing to increase our readiness level right the fuck now? That's always yeah. my question, right? Because if you're not then you you will unfortunately be left behind and we don't want you to be left behind. So like, what about shame resilience? What about relational intelligence? What about negotiation? What about active listening? What about empathy? What about community support? What about systems of racial equity? What about apology? What about this? Keep it fucking moving, right? And that's how I'd mm. like to see us go because we're in a great adaptation. That's what the North Node in Gemini is asking us to do. Is like, oh, that's cute. You thought you were right. Yeah, well, you've been settling and peddling certainty your whole fucking life, so you're going to need to get over yourself. Yes. And I think even briefly, we, we, we mentioned earlier, we were like, this is language and words and stuff. And I think that the Gemini North Node right now is really making us all focus. We all have to really, really, really focus on language, how we use it, but also how we understand it and how we learn to not take words maybe so not so seriously because but like because i don't know like as a as a gemini rising right mercury person i'm literally like yes words matter yeah. and are important but also sometimes words just are words and that's it that's not, that doesn't well, mean anything but- reality yeah so yeah. that's that's where the gemini quality of are you incorporating language that shapes reality to support inclusion equity justice uncertainty and vulnerability for all or are you walking around you know having language like this picture frame and you're absolutely hell-bent on finding a picture that fits it rather than letting the picture speak for itself yeah that's a great analogy (laughs) well and that's what we do with like expectations and words like no it needs to fit this be this do that yeah and it's like well what about the fucking picture and that's the real nature of it anyway is like the content and the meaning because it shapes the reality, hello. And then that that's what confirmation bias is. So, and that's where I think astrologers can be really influential because a lot of them, including me, sometimes, I mean, we can sell and, pel- sell and peddle certainty real fucking quick. And we got to do a lot better than that because we've never lived in such uncertain times before. And so 
what we need to be doing is inspiring people to go, you know what? Yes, we're living in massive uh, uncertainty, anticipatory grief, collective trauma. Who are you going to be while you're in the space of what's happening? Mm. Yep. I think a lot about how, you know, both when it comes to uh, like World War II and Hitler or uh, what was it? Um, HIV and AIDS Mm. or slavery. Everybody always says all all three of those things all at once. Everyone says in history classes, oh my gosh, if I was a part of that, if that was happening while I was there, then I would be saying something and I would do something and I couldn't believe that. But now here we are when all of these things are basically new themes coming up, fascism, some slavery, and even pandemic. And we can't even, we can't have compassion for human life via a pandemic. We cannot have compassion. Literally all of it, all of it is compassion for human life. So Way to go, Sagittarius. Yes, but I think that's- You know how we- no, I know. And that's why I love the work that we're all doing because we're, I think we're, I guess this is the word for it. I just learned it yesterday. Humanistic astrology. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if that's what you want to call okay. it. But I think that's what we're doing is like just really trying to help people feel empowered from a strength-based perspective rather than a deficit-based perspective mm-hmm. so that they can contribute their gifts and abilities as imbued by the birth chart into this moment because history is demanding it of us now. That's so yeah. fascinating. Let me hear it, Six. Okay. What are you thinking? I like, I, <laughs> no, like I agree. Like I feel like really like with traditional astrology, it's just like taking, like comparing traditional to modern, I feel like traditional astrology is essentially like reading Freud. Like you have to understand what they That's were saying for the time. I love it. And modern astrology seeks to look what was said at the time. Like you should constantly be studying traditional astrology, but you have to learn how to translate it. And that because astrology is just a language. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we're ever evolving. And how can we say that something like astrology, which is literally based on people, like, yes, it's based on planets for sure, but also like we apply it to people. So like we, how can we say that that doesn't evolve and that we also can't adapt things based on the people that we're constantly working and working with reading for and all that, you know, everything is, everything is shifting. And I think that's why it's part of when I read your book, when I love when you talk specifically about the queer version of like each sign or like what each sign is doing in their queer space, because I really love that direct idea. Queer Sagittarius is doing this queer cancer does this because most books even even articles even you know like you can't it's really hard to find something literally written for queer people I mean yes you can read it as a non-queer person and and see it and be like cool yeah all right I know this now but reading that as a queer person is so validating because you're like yeah I am like me as a Sagittarius you're talking about how we like to you know be act, like get out there activism we're forward in it and i'm just like yes i just want to scream about queerness all the time <laughs> but i wanted to i wanted to but i wanted to since i know we don't have like too much time left with you but i wanted to briefly go through if you can yeah. will want to the signs and 
their like queerness edge because yeah. and you don't have to go you don't have to give full spoilers of the book or anything because obviously everybody should go be buying it yeah. but Ooh, okay you know should we go through all yeah. 12 like rapid fire yeah oh, let's God, do okay, it okay. six we can we can all just we can all throw in what we think of queer signs of each of each of the 12 aries desire teaching us how to own what we want and find sexy and owning the wanting oh my god yeah. yes and i also f- i feel like aries are like peak perfect i know leo too will get this with the drag queen but i feel like <laughs> aries are the competitive mm-hmm. because think about it there's competition in drag and in ballroom oh, and yeah. in all that and aries is like let me do it <laughs> oh my god i love that for them and Aries love a theme. Love a theme. <laughs> yeah. Aries are ready for a theme party. True. Six, what do you think about Aries? I think Aries is very much like catch me if you can and play with me. Like look at me. Yeah. Like I feel like to some extent there's almost this ratty nature. And it's like they're like, okay, but like pay attention to me now. And it's like they eventually, I think, very much grow to understand, okay, like I understand that maybe I need to slow down or that sometimes other people move at different speeds, but it's almost like, do you think you can keep up? Like show it, prove it. Like this is competition. Yeah. I love like, let, let's have fun. Let's play. Let's rough each other up a little bit. Okay. Yes. I think Taurus uh, right. is personal, Taurus. like just matters of security and just like what we need to seek safety. And they really do provide that. And they're also just like, always involved in the aesthetics somehow which is very much like mm-hmm. a queer dominated space entertainment design materiality music like Art. taurus is there Just, yeah i think taurus is so underrated for the venus like obviously oh. everyone gives libra the venus thing and i'm like whoa 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 let's not forget taurus oh, whoa, here whoa. because <laughs> they are artsy as shit out here They're okay lonely. every taurus i know is crafty as hell they are the ones who like are like knitting you the rainbow scarves and like nice. making all your cute like they are ready to just like cover you in a big blanket and cheer you up after your breakup and ready to just like mm, snuggle bakey cookies and do it i love a good taurus and god damn it oh good six what do you think about taurus i feel like taurus is very like i i think most of the leap replacements are like i'm baby like but they're like pamper and indulgent like literally like they're like the slow serve like the look at my teeth like look the teeth like but like no you don't get it like this is mine like you you yeah no taurus could read you up and down so quick I i think taurus gets that Gets, sometimes people talk a lot about how Taurus can be the mean girl. And oh my God, think about that mean, think about that queer who's ready to just look you up and down and be like, mm. Is it Taurus? Busted. I think so sometimes. Taurus can be super, super bougie in the right spaces, yeah, in certain spaces. It's true. But Venus Capricorn fucking shady. But I don't find yeah, them right? mean, but they are fucking shady. I'm always like, what's your meaning? <laughs> What are you really trying to say? <laughs> Spit it out uh, if you're so fucking tough. Let me hear what you really want yeah. to say. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, okay, so, so, okay, queer Gemini. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of spitting it out. Um, no, we just <laughs> say it. We say it. love to annoy people with direct speech, a lot of questions, fucking get to the goddamn point, have some structure to your language. Otherwise, what are you doing here? And also really shaping the reality of listening and speaking. You know, I think that's, I yes. think that's essential. You know, we, everybody talks about how Gemini loves to talk, but 
The reason why we're so good at talking is because we're so good at listening. Uh, yep. Yep. I also think that Gemini queers are the ones who are happy to go up against their family, your family, your bigoted friends, or anybody. They're like, um, no, no, you're no. Wrong. Let me tell you all the reasons. Yep, yep, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Next. And actually, your opinion bothers me not at all. I, yeah. Six, what do you think of Jemmy? <laughs> Cannot be bothered. Gemini. Gemini is like literally like the drama thespian, like mask happy sad. It's like oh. it is literally like you think you know them. <laughs> You really thought, you know, ha, 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 ha. literally, like, my my partner has a Gemini Venus, and, like, I never know what side I'm going to get, and I love it. I, I just, Yay. I love it. I love, that is love. I'm like, you keep me constantly intrigued. I am learning, like, constantly mm. giving me good books, constantly, like, searching for knowledge, just this natural, mm. like, you might learn something when Gemini does their dance or their show or their whatever. Yeah. Like, you just listen. <laughs> you gotta listen. You gotta know how to use the words. Gem- I love it. I think Gemini is our queer, our queer theory friends. Yeah. They're the trivia people. They know, they know, they know the history. They know the trivia. Mm. We got it. But, or really, I think maybe even Cancer is good on the history too. That's true because they love their yep, they love their legacy. I think they're like the the house mother. I I put that in there is that like mm-hmm. cancer is the archetype of motherhood, which by the way is not exclusive to sex sexuality or gender. Like right. I think that's beautiful to imagine a certain level of like maternity and the mother presenting yeah. <laughs> in anybody, you know? So go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was going to say I'm just following you yeah cancer is when i read when i read that it was amazing i because my girlfriend's cancer and then we've again been watching pose and pose is all Mother about houses and the house and i genuinely believe that blanca has i'm not i think she's a virgo but i do think she's got that cancer moon she's like oh, yeah, no, I'm gonna do for my kids my kids my kids my daughter yeah no she's got cancer in her chart and, <laughs> and it's just so cute yes six what do you think and of the moon and cancer yeah. oh because you're a moon and cancer what do you think of cancer energy i feel like i mean so. the thing is i feel like colin you probably already know like answer energy is just a different reflection of your energy i feel like hmm. you know like the difference between those two like with cancer because the moon is feeling those feelings like i said earlier it's really we know how to fall and cry and i feel like it like the thing with cancer is a lot of our challenges is teaching other people how to cry like cancer cancer can be a very manipulative sign and they manipulate because they realize that some people haven't healed themselves which is why i think that some cancer and capricorn placements might like have like the breeding kink you know like from keeping it 18 up but like <laughs> like they have the breeding kink or like they find themselves having like strong aversions towards or against children at very young ages it's like between zero to 25 if you already have a strong argument why you don't want that where did that come from is that the result of you as a child having to parent a, an adult figure having to parent yourself mm. thus meaning if you did either or that means that you had to parent a parent in a and like I, I think that with that energy, with that energy, cancer, like it is very much like, and I guess like you know I'm just gonna skip ahead with Capricorn and say them both at the same time, but with cancer, I feel like let me baby you, let me ooh coo you, let yeah. me like speak 
to you and sentimental. Let me play Britney Spears because I know you, you love Britney Spears. And Capricorn's like, punish. You must atone <laughs> for your sins. Yeah. Up. I'll make a man out of you. But we're all queer. <laughs> Colin Bedell has well, left the chat. I know. <laughs> well, I think too that's like the whole house mother thing is cancer, and you say cancer having to parent other parents, or a lot of queer people who literally were ostracized from their family and just had to parent themselves, and like you had, and so it, it, I don't think it has anything maybe to do with the parent. It's just they had to, they literally had to start their own family because theirs was yes. rejecting them. And I feel like yes. Capricorn, it falls into that too, but. And I want to say uh, for cancer way. to anybody who's listening and like who goes into care, who goes into caregiving and relationship, you cannot be a caregiver and the object of sexual affection at the same time. Because we're hormonally Ooh. programmed to lose arousal if we feel like we're being mothered. Oh. So just something to think about. Right, because I know it's very popular. Like, how wow, you? How can I help you? But that responsibility is not yours unless you are an actual parent. You do not need to do that for anybody, especially for a sexual partner. Now, shall we go to Leo? I'm actually going to pause you real quick and say I'm yeah. part of oh, disagrees politely. Just because go ahead. I think that's part of the dualism of the energy. Like, I feel like the caregiver, like really, like we have that, we have that mother. Sometimes we have to mother our partner. Sometimes we have to father our partner. And eventually that intertwines into queer, making us a caregiver in our relationship. So I do think eventually, like we as humans are going to have to reconcile the dualities of whatever our respective cultures are, because growth is being able to clear those things. Well, as long as it doesn't become need, because you mm-hmm. cannot want yes. somebody who needs you. But if you as a caregiver have taught your partner to treat you as a caregiver, they will always need you and you will not want them. Yes. Also, this is this is peak cancer. Like, I was about to just make the joke. I was like, can you tell Six has a cancer moon? <laughs> I know, right? She's ready to be like, I will mother my partner if I have to, but they might have to. You know? well, I, <laughs> Meanwhile, I your Capricorn just... moon is like... Nah, well, not even, nah, I'm just safety. Nah. Like, there's obviously just safety. out here with the jokes. Yeah, no, there's a there's a there's an emotional safety to cancer that I think that they can provide. Yes. But like, if they go too far and they become mommy, mm-hmm. they will not be treated with sexual desire. So that's why I always warn yes. them: like, be a space of becoming, but do not do it for them. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, I completely I'm agree, and it. I feel like you know, like. All, like one, a hundred percent, Shannon. You're right, my Cancer Moon. But I think that's really like, <laughs> a lot of us are unpacking. Like we are literally, like literally, like the, we just had Cancer Capricorn eclipses all up in those yeah. houses. All just, and we're gonna have one more. Yeah, one more. And then we're gonna have one more. This is the energy. Like we are seeing how we had. I think people are seeing where their family and friends are going wrong. I feel like a lot of people are going through those breakups because they're realizing maybe they can't nurture and mother or whatever and just be and accept people's behavior. And if they haven't figured out how to communicate it, then maybe they have to go their separate ways so they can figure out how to grow with someone else. And I feel like with the Capricorn South Node Eclipse, or it's just going to be all about like kind of having to strengthen up and accept the reality of adulthood in some ways. Right. Woof. It's true. No, I see that. Well, 
Go ahead. But uh, anyway, no, I was going to say, I was going to say, time to go to Leo. Leo. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, I just love like a bad bitch who walks in and is like, yes, it's very hard. Yes, everyone's trying to tell me not to step in my power. Yes, it's Mm. difficult for me to be in my agency. No, I know. And I'm going to be a star anyway. So fuck off if you don't like it. Yeah. Yup. The best drag queens, the best, just they are everywhere. They are ready to perform for you. Oh my God. And they really do give us permission to like stand our sacred ground too. Like what the fuck are we doing playing it small when Aaliyah walks in? 100%. 100%. I I also think too with, oh, go ahead, Six. Beyonce. Even though she is a virgin, Beyonce. Mars and Leo. Mars and Leo. Yeah. Bow down bitches. Bow, right, bow my God. to the like, queen. Come on, <laughs> go, yep. go on, Shannon. <laughs> yep. Oh no, I was gonna, I was just gonna say that Leo, yes, with the bad bitch power, but also Leo with Le, Leo's giving us romance, giving us yes. like that soft. They, Leo wants that romance fairy tale, and I think Pisces will fall into this too. But Leos are ready for that relationship that they see on a romantic comedy but they're like fuck it i'm ready for this to be the queer version yes, right like then yes right they're like but they're giving you the flowers the chocolates they're taking you on those romantic dates they don't give a fuck no. who's looking they are like nope we are going to be as gay as we want out here in public because everybody is straight, straight as they want out here in public so yes. fuck it. Oh, we living it. their truth yes oh my god should we go to virgo these bitches yeah. Okay, what do we think of queer Virgos? <laughs> um, queer Virgos Giggle, have giggles and Sagittarius. Go ahead. Impeccable style, I, I think, because Virgos are so like people give the aesthetic to Libra and whatever, but Virgos nestled right there between Leo and Libra, right? Mm. So they're they got their look good, but they have it in that 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 uniform style. I think yes, but it's still there. Also, I think too. I think. With Virgo, I'm thinking like that that butch lesbian with the button up all the way and like her like khakis and slacks that she's wearing to the bar. I love it. That's very Virgo. <laughs> and she's pulling it off. And it works. It works. What do you think of Virgo sex? I think Virgo is like this very like Oh, you thought you caught me off guard? Actually, sweetie, your zipper's open. <laughs> like this concept like, <laughs> of like, I've already assessed you before you assess me. I already assessed myself. I know what's wrong with me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Virgos can't get red because they're going to be like, no, 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 no. I already know. I know. I know. I've I'm, already fucking sliced you. I'm fully aware of my flaws. literally paint their story out like their narrative out and then that's it and then they just go do that thing and i love that's that for it. them i think it i love Virgos. very like be better energy yes and i appreciate that about them they really do hold all of us to the standard of excellence and i think that's important to have like a way shower in that regard yeah. and they also don't get the comedic credit they deserve my virgo friends oh are my fucking funny funny you gotta be smart to be funny and those bitches are smart and funny i completely agree completely agree every virgo i've met is hilarious because they're witty they're witty oh my god and they can imitate others so well oh my god okay speaking of imitating Mm -hmm. and when they date somebody they become their partners no (laughs) 
I love Libra. Yes, and I think it's even funnier with queer Libras because you're like you, you know, same sex typically, oh, or at yeah. least a similar presentation. Our so you literally is... are out here in like the same outfit. I know. I'm like, I've seen that before. Oh, that's right. Okay, so there we go. Or just the one who wants to wear all your clothes, and you just all of a sudden you're like, wait, and you just all your clothes are now in their closet. For real. <laughs> what do you think of Libra's sex? Because that's probably. An interesting dynamic with you because it's in your 12th house, no? Yeah. Um, I grew up in a house full of Libras, so it's just constant. Oh, that's right. Like, Libras are just elegantly clumsy. Like, <laughs> they, like, really are. I feel like when you, like, think of, like, la, 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 I can't hear you. Like, I'm pretty, like, don't bother Oh, my me. God. Like, much energy. Yes. Look at me, but don't look at me. Don't look at me too hard. Don't, like, make me have to conform. But I'll be willing to because I kind of like being cute and noticed and looked at. Look at me, but don't look at me. Yes. Well, the Libra, I think, is like the perfect regular at the gay bar. And not because, <laughs> and not always because they're trying to get their flirt on, but, be, but they're usually always trying to get their flirt on, but because they're just ready to go out and be seen yes. and know, and they want to know all the bartenders and all the DJs and all the dancers. They are, but they do, they know them all. And then they get you in the club for free. And then they know, <laughs> the, they know the somebody who knows somebody who's got a guy for this. And it's like, okay, you know okay, social life. I know. And I love a campy queen and like, Libras camping. Okay. (laughs) They do not give a fuck. Literally, Libra, the Libra camp, the camp Met Gala. Oh my God. Libra Libra and Leo queers. (laughs) Totally. Oh my God. And then we have somebody who wouldn't be caught dead at a Met Gala, Scorpio. (laughs) The Scorpio queers who are in, uh, who are in the, like, who are doing their slam poetry. Oh, yeah. They they wouldn't be caught dead at the establishment. Are you kidding me? (laughs) What do you guys say? Well, actually, Sex, you have a ton of Scorpio in your chart. Shannon, do you as well? I feel like I have just my I have Scorpio Mercury conjunct my Pluto oh. and I'm ruled by my Mercury so that's like my oh. only but those are my only planets so I'm here you guys take the lead on that person. yeah yeah so no I but I like, love go ahead oh, six no, no, no. you go ahead no I was basically no, you go I, I feel like you that's go. Scorpio Mercury right there like no 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 you go no 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 my trauma's too much I mean I mean I mean what I was about to say the story no 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 wait you go I feel like Scorpio like it's just constantly like observing and stalking the situation because they don't I feel like a lot of them don't want to be predator or prey so like depending on like Mm. how they're perceived they like try to like play up certain parts of themselves at the gay bar if they know that they're cute, they just sit there and look cute and drink their drink. Or if they know that they're really good at socialization, they're keeping light and flirty. I'm, I'm basically recounting the time that Shannon and I went to Henrietta Hudson. <laughs> oh my god! It's just a block, okay, by the way. Wait, let me tell. I'm gonna tell the story really quick Please. because it is actually a perfect segue into Sagittarius too, because of me and six we're at this we're at henrietta hudson right i'm all which is for everybody listening if you're not in new york it is a lesbian dance like it's a lesbian bar but it is specifically like dance floor vibes we're dancing there it's bigger right anyway so we're there and i lose six and i'm with albie right uh gnarly astrology i'm with albie and i'm we're dancing and stuff and i lose six and i look and six has been talking at the bar to the same girl who and they are like 
five inches away from each other's face and not in a way where they're like sexy vibes gonna make out but they are just like talking so deeply <laughs> and I out, turns out I, I show up and six is reading this girl's chart and of she's a capricorn remember six is capricorn who was in her full fucking slacks and her and her also her button down all the way up but she was like did she have a bow tie on i feel like she did no, it was a tie she had the tie all like skinny tie <laughs> I am and she, well, she had a, she had a, her short she had um she didn't have like a bob or she had a short hair bob oh, like man. length but it was in a ponytail. <laughs> oh my god! But no, I was living because yeah, she's Scorpio at the gay bar oh, finds the one person and then is in it and is like reading their chart and is like talking about their life and their traumas and they are just in it. Man. And then all of a sudden, and then best part about that night, they didn't even go home together. Six <laughs> just left with me <laughs> I love wait it. you forgot love about it. the virgo you forgot the virgo wait 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 the people that were dressed as doctors i feel like the virgos yeah, are good uh, remember the virgo they're a good example for a virgo i was they were dressed as it was it was two of them because it was your virgo it was i can't remember the, i don't think i got the sign of the one that was talking to me but they were dressed as mixtemia mcdreamy and were butch lesbian types it was so fucking funny. i fucking <laughs> love it i love it so it was, it was, it was peak. But that person was all over six of by the end of the night. What Virgo the climbing six like a whole ass tree. Yo! I'm <laughs> Wait, stop. We are the cheaple. We're the cheaple. <laughs> oh my God. Colin, that was the best too. night. I'll take it. That was, that was the night. Was that? No, I don't remember. Whatever. I can't remember. We've been to that. We've been we've been out so much. But okay, anyway. Uh we're I digress. Okay, wait. Colin, give me your Scorpio your your Scorpio thought before we roll into Sagittarius, which I mean, there, if y'all don't know queer Sag. Come on now. I know where have you been? No, they're they're so trustworthy and they really help me understand ways to find resilience and transformation around shame. They really, like, go all the way in with other people's stories. I mean, it's extraordinary. Like what you were saying earlier, it's extraordinary. And I love that from them. They accept the shadow through and fucking through. And if you don't have any, they don't trust you. <laughs> That's like, well, so sad. True. I mean, Scorpio. Go ahead. No, I was to say true. That's real. That. Scorpio Mercury. And now queer badges. I mean, I don't know any. I don't feel like it's a particularly queer sign. <laughs> Um, Damn. Excuse me. Pluto must be popping hair. Listen. Wait, are you guys both Pluto and Sag? No, we're both Pluto and Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love my queer Sages. I mean, first of all, I've only ever formally, I feel like, been boyfriends with Sag boys. Oh, amazing. I know. Those fucking boys got me in bed so fast. And the next thing I know, I'm in a relationship with them. I'm like, what just happened? That sounds about fucking Sagittarius. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but you well, when we want to date someone, when we want to date someone, we make that shit known. No. We are yes. not subtle. I will, as in in the gay bar, I'm like, I see you across the room. I make eye contact with you enough times that you give me the in. I'm walking right over to you, be like, hey, what's up? I don't. I, oh, forward, right there. I love it. Go ahead. 
Yeah, no, I certainly feel like the Sagittarius era is just a perfect example. Like, it is, like, aim, shoot, and fire. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even, like, the most introverted Sagittariuses will consistently, like, pursue until, like, and I feel like this is true for a lot of the fire signs, like, they're consistently pursuing until they realize that it really, like, they're not going to get what they want. (laughs) That's But in a respectful and hopefully consensual way. Respectful and consensual. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. but I do think that you you, you mentioned yeah, Je- Sagittarius generation Gen Z, Gen Z, right? They are truly living the Sagittarius queer truth out here. Oh, like most of them just popped out the womb queer. They're like five years old and telling their parents like, "Yep, I'm gay," and you're like, "Okay," right. like yeah. or not even gay, just like anything, anything in between LGBTQ, AIA, everything. I fucking love everything. it. I love it. I- and they're. Just- Unapologetic. No, we, I absolutely am in love with my Sagittarius energy friends. President, comp, present company, absolutely included. Ah, <laughs> darling, we love you. Love you more. Should we go to Cappy? Cap yes. Next? Go ahead. Well, we yeah. No, you take this away, six, because you're on a Cancer Cap polarity oh, point. Which I love. Oh my go gosh, ahead. I'm dying. Capricorn. Both of you. Just. I feel like whenever you see like. I feel like they are like going to the bar like as a break from work or life (laughs) and like it's just very interesting because I'm like okay you go hard at the bar they are the ones who come in with a tie and completely like suited up or they maybe like a little curved off to the side like just a little loosened up and like by the end of the night it's completely off if we are at the lesbian <laughs> bar, they are making out with somebody. If we are at the gay bar, the shirt may have come off. They may be on the counters swinging it around. <laughs> at something. least in, like, New York bars, in my experience. Mm. Capricorns love to let loose and party. And not only that, they throw some of the best parties. Oh, Because they? they want people to... I think they do because they want people to remember them as their like, okay, I will say this, a Capricorn that wants people in their space. Cause there's two kinds of Capricorns. I think <laughs> there's one kind of Capricorn. That's like, please don't ever come to my apartment, my house, my building, anything. Just, just leave me and be in my space. But then there's the Capricorns like my mother, who's not queer, but she Capricorns who want people to know them, see them under, like they love that reputation. They want a good reputation. Yeah. And so they love to throw those good parties. But anyway, I think it's because Capricorns love to have fun whenever they can let, whenever they, like you said, six, whenever they're off work yeah. and ready to unwind. And they feel like they've because, earned it. Then yeah, I'm like, oh, exactly. no, I'm really going to fucking go hard because I've been denying myself this joy for months. So yep. I'm really going hard tonight. Yeah, no, that's, oh, God, my moon. Oh, I love it. But yeah, <laughs> Poor Aquarius. And now we'll go to Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah, right. Yeah. The like classic oh ice meet. I meet people with uh, Aquarius placements and aspects, and sometimes in my mind, I'm like, "You might be straight, but you're kind of gay." <laughs> oh my god, I know. I'm like, "Are you flirting with me? Aren't you married <laughs> to a woman? And you could be bi, but that's fine. But you never told me, so I'm confused. Like, what's going on here? Go ahead." They're always ready to explore right. and experiment and see what's up because they who's to know what they know and what we all know. And they're like, fuck it. Might as well figure it out. See what's up. And I kind of think I would let them. What about you, Six? I, <laughs> I'm, Aquarius, 
person who is at the gay bar and they may or may not actually identify as gay, which means that yeah. maybe they're not <clears throat> there yet, or their friend who is gay invited them and they just want to understand and they're queer because they're willing to put themselves into new situations and just yes. embrace like, and like go what doesn't. Say it, sister. Yep. Oh my god, I love it. Okay. Plus, yeah. Aquariuses are always your Aqu- your even your straight Aquarius friend is always ready to go with you to the march, mm-hmm. to the gay bar, to all that. They are They're like, oh, there. sure, let's do it. Let's go. I'll, oh, you we want to raise money for this? You want to go march for this? You want to do awesome? I'm down because they are always ready for a cause. You know, <laughs> um, and there's but the actual yeah. so good to people. Like when I see them in there, like. Yeah consistently golden standard everybody gets you know impeccable treatment it's beautiful to witness and that that feels very queer like really just impeccable socialization without necessarily the form of a relational dynamic or anything like that it's just everybody gets the golden rule yep i love yes yep uh any last thoughts six before we go to pisces Hmm. no i'm good (laughs) <laughs> I said all the words I had last, to say about that one. <laughs> last but never least, oh, Pisces. Pisces, Pisces. <laughs> also all gay. Every every Pisces is gay. There is I think I think so much about um the the Amy Wine every it always pops up that Amy Winehouse it's like the clip or the screenshot of her talking and he's like what's your sign and she's like Virgo and he says something about it and he she she's like what's yours and he goes Pisces and she goes gay boy <laughs> she's a Capricorn moon too you know ooh, wow love to see it Virgo ooh Virgo but you can Capricorn. see it right you can see yes. it, like her crooning her like nostalgia mm-hmm. oh, like yeah she's such a kind of moon. back to black um, duh, duh and then like did it so good never needed to do it again <laughs> it's just like, yeah. come out I know like Done. instant legend God rest her soul. Um, my, but yeah, Pisces, gay boy. My fat <laughs> was like, because this this Pisces boy who was like half my height, okay, <laughs> like flung me on top of a bed and tried to top me. And I was like, what in the name is going on? You're like, I didn't see it like, coming. Right now. That's adorable. Right. Like, listen, it all comes in secret shapes and sizes, whatever. I'm cool with it. And then I was telling my friend and she was like, there is no such thing as a Pisces top. And I, <laughs> she's like, Pisces, Pisces a power bottom. I cannot deal. I can't deal. <laughs> I yeah. Like so that's how that went. Pisces is the top that like, they are not going to put baby in a corner but they just want baby <laughs> to come to them so they can hold baby and love baby. And then they're going to read sweet poems to baby before they devour their prey. <laughs> Have you ever oh, seen what? like in Finding Nemo, there is like that little like scene where Dory's like, oh, it's a night. It's a squeaky. And then it was like an angler fish. That's Pisces at the queer. You know, I, I could see that. And then the next thing I know, like, I'm put on a fucking shoulder and, like, carried away off into the sunset. I'm like, what is going on? But I love, I loved it. Like, go, exactly go Pisces. Like you end yeah, up married like, to them and being like, how? 
How? I know. I know. Sag, I, I, that's mutable fuckery right there. Oh my god. All of us. If only a all of us to marry me, but they don't. They just think I'm like a good friend. I'm like. Bro, <laughs> does Donna Trump have the Pisces placements? Because I feel like Melania can personally relate to being swept up into a dream, and now you're the first lady. Well, you know what? I think she's Shadow Capricorn Moon. If you need Yes, no, I know what you mean. As she she saw the she saw the money, oh, the fame, oh. and all yes. that was like, sign me up, sign me up. And she I know, like, because when we joined the podcast, I know Six was talking shit about Cat Moon. So, like, here, take it away. I really Melania wasn't and talking and... shit about Cat Moons. I was mostly what that we lovingly talked. You. I was I was teasing you. I I I was saying I'm talking shit. But in reality, I was just talking about like the growing parts of them. Like the I feel like oh. with like Capricorn Moon, there is very I can't remember what I was saying to you, Shannon, but there very much is this point where you have to learn how to deal with your burdens and like force more. I was thinking about my partner and like how like I find myself mm. confronting and unpacking years of childhood trauma just because they don't respond to my cries like they they i think they've grown enough into their light where they can identify that if i'm crying there's a reason for that but like they're not good like you said like not going to overindulge in that so i was talking shit when in reality i was identifying my own problems that's what i mean i was talking shit about myself i'm projecting on the camera as the cancer moon <laughs> Isn't Listen, that the lesson you know of Cancer Murphy retrograde? How we project onto others because of our own bias. Pro- oh, pure loop. Full stop. Right? No, you know what? We Capricorn moons, though, we're not easy. I could, I could name many that are really nefarious in history. So mm. I won't even do that. But yes, that's that on that. It's, and yeah. there we go. <laughs> well, damn. But uh, lesson though is. All queer signs, all gay signs, all LGBTQ, you. all the signs. We fucking love you. We love you, bitches. We love, love you, bitches. You. That was so fun to run through and like think about all the all the reasons why I love them. So thanks for doing that. Right, and it's so nice too to think positive things right now, especially because like shit is crazy. Yes. So it's nice to be able to celebrate and be like, damn, we are all awesome. We are all an amazing community, and we are all just fucking. Having a gay old time. That's it. That's it. Trying to stay sane, yeah. healthy, adaptable, resilient. Oh my god. So. Yes. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh my I just god. Got a oh no. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh no. Florida, what? get it together. What is going on? Why are the sounds doing that? Why? But also, that's what's crazy. When when Amber Alerts happen like that, it really does make a sound of, like, every device. It would, like, not even be a, like, phone device, and it's blaring. And you're like, what? Mercury retrograde. Well, well, at least we're talking now. sound, and I appreciate it because we should be taking Amber yeah. Alerts seriously. And I am going to look back yes. at that Amber Alert and see if it was relevant mm. i don't even know how to get back okay i'm gonna look at it later because we should be checking our amber <laughs> swipe your notifications down swipe your notifications down check the amber alert it's mercury cancer retrograde and i oh. hope that they are immediately safe and sound whoever yes is yes we'll pray for them to return oh, home wow here we go cancer season that's it yeah well guys thank you so much for having me thank you Colin. So i'm so happy no i am so happy this 
I'm going to go downstairs and get my ass handed to me by my dad. But you know what? It was worth every minute of being late. I loved every second of this. You guys kill me. You're like, look, I'm a Gemini. You have to understand that I will always be within 20 minutes of my arrival. Right. Like the, know the arrival. by now. Okay, Dad. You're my father. Right, I know. So, But thank you guys so much for having me. And just thank you for the work that you both contribute to the community. We're better for it. Seriously. And you're better. We're better for your work. We, I like, I just can't believe that I get to live my, like, you know, you, the meet your heroes thing, but in a very subtle way mm -hmm. of like, wow, I saw you. And I was just like, I just, mm. the manifesting of the meeting of you and me and six being like, we need to have Colin on our podcast. And yes. boom. Here we are. Thank you for being No, it meant so much to me. Oh, yes. It meant so much for me to connect with you guys. And it was instantaneous, like, soul fam, period. That's it. Dude. The best. That's the best about the seminar. Uh, the se Semini. Semini. Sagittarius. <laughs> um, Gemini. Sagittarius. Oh my god! Accent. I know. It's so much fucking we, fun. I literally have never met a Gemini. I don't like, oh. except for if I met Trump, I would hate that guy. And, so. and, Mike, and Mike Pence, lest we forget. So. Oh fuck! You right. Oh. And the other evil twin of theirs, uh, Boris Johnson. In oh UK. God! You're right. That's what I'm about. Gemini's. <laughs> Oh, but whatever so um, anyway yeah everybody everybody follow colin queer cosmos on insta buy your book queer Thank cosmos you. buy you have your gemini book out and you have another the other you have your other book on astrology and i'm trying a little to bit of astrology name. yeah there it is there yeah it everybody buy the books watch the idtv because they are uplifting oh. and yeah flawless and great just all around great <laughs> Same, same, same. Likewise and more. You guys are the best. The best. But, and I wish you a wonderful Pride season. Happy Pride yes. Day on July 4th. We're going to take over that colonized Independence Day. Yes. Okay. Yes. Day 4th of July. And I love oh. so much of this time together. So thank you. Love you. And uh, everybody follow us. Yes. Uh, Astrology Sucks Pod on Insta. Sucks Astrology on Twitter. I'm Astrology Chef and Six. Hi, you this at? is at Kai on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, pretty much all the social medias. I don't know. TikTok? Yeah, I'm really like building a following on TikTok. I'm trying to relate to the kids. Your videos are so cute. So Thank cute. You. <laughs> Thank so you. Education. I really love TikTok. Like, I just love all the like diversity. Like, it's really, you just get so many different perspectives. Oh, hell yeah. Well, Everybody, we love you. Mean it. Have a, an amazing pri uh, extended Pride Month. Yeah, cool. And uh, Pride is forever. All year, 24-7, 365. Okay? okay. <laughs> Bingo. Cut. I love it. Love it. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>